a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now we're going to be talking to Dana Marglin, who's the front woman for an awesome UK DIY rock band, Porridge Radio. They've just released a new single, Sweet, with an awesome new music video, and are releasing their new album, Every Bad, on March 13th. How's it going, Dana? Hello, it's going well. That's awesome. Um, so, for our listeners might, might not know Porridge Radio, if you could give us the briefest rundown of what you're about and what sort of noisy Ooh. music you like to play. <laughs> the briefest rundown? Yeah. Um, we are a loud rock band who likes to also get really sad and sometimes play pop music. Uh, you say pop music. Um, I, uh, you've previously <laughs> I said uh, some of your influences uh, are Charlie XCX, and I, hearing your music, I'm I'm surprised that you list Charlie XCX as an influence. I'm oh, wondering really how you incorporate um, that sort of influence into your music. Ooh, um, I mean, like I I just love her. Like we all love her yep. in the band, and so I think when you love an artist, it just always seeps in. Like no, love, love finds a way. If love finds a way, always. <laughs> I feel like we found a way. Um, yeah, I feel like if you if you're looking for it, you can find it. Yeah, um, that's, that's my challenge to you. <laughs> uh, you've just released a new single, "Sweet," which is really cool, yeah. and you've just released an awesome new music video for it. Um, I listened to the single. I'm getting a lot of uh, grunge vibes. You've got those quiet verses and the loud choruses and maybe even yeah. some industrial rock vibes. Were those genres big influences for you when you were recording the single? Um, you know what? I don't... I, I think when I wrote it, I was thinking about Lord, and I think I just genuinely think of all of our, my influences are like big pop influences, and then it comes out as like a really grungy song. I don't really remember... I was listening to when we recorded it um, or when yeah. I wrote it even except for the fact that I was listening to like melodrama for like six months on repeat that was like, the only album I really could listen to for a very long time <laughs> so I don't know what that, what that tells you because yeah. I guess the song came out really different to that so <laughs> L- listening to Charlie XCX and uh, Lord and you come out with one of the best grungy rock singles I've heard in ages Wicked, thank you. I mean, yeah, I guess that's maybe that's the secret to writing a good a, a good rock song. You need to listen to lots song of is just pop music. Yeah, um, maybe that is the secret. <laughs> <laughs> Previously, uh, you've said you find it easier to express um, difficult emotions through song, which I find is really interesting because to me, music is like quite a public forum, and I'd find it honestly more difficult to express myself so i have been wondering do you, do you find it uh, sort of cathartic writing these songs and does it give you closure yeah, to uh, sure. emotions i mean the thing is it's like it is it ends up in a very public space but i write in a very private space yeah. and when i've just written a song i'm not sharing it with anybody except for my bandmates so like yeah. my best friends and or like my sister you know it's not like it like takes a long time to go from writing a song and sharing it and feeling really vulnerable to then playing it live yeah. and then to like recording it and it's like the process is so long by the time I'm performing it I'm like yeah I still really connect with that song but it's not as embarrassing you know or like it's not as mm. exposing anymore but it's then nice. I guess it actually is as exposing so maybe I'm just deluded but. <laughs> um in yeah. a in your previous single, Lilac, and in Sweet, you've got all these um, really contrasting ideas. You've got a real soft 
um, verses and real pop-like melodies, and then you, you contrast to really harsh you know, rock guitars. And I, I wonder what appeals about those sort of really big, stark contrasts in your music. Um, I don't... I mean, like, I just love... I love the shock of, like, when you're playing something live, being able to build up the mood and go from something really quiet to something really loud and intense. Like, that's always really fun to perform. But also, I think... I don't really think about it before I'm writing it. And when I bring a song to the rest of the band, because I'll usually write a song and then show everyone and then we'll arrange it together and everyone will write extra parts and we'll kind of change it a little bit to make it more exciting and fun. Like, often we'll be like, what if we just stop there and then we added this like really loud intense bit and it's kind of it's yeah. stuff that I think we just fall into because we're having fun with it and we're trying to like make it more fun to yeah. play and also to build a mood and yeah I guess that's uh, it just comes out like that yeah cool uh, you just mentioned that uh, you write the songs yourself and then you'll bring them to your band and I know you originally yeah. started as uh, recordings in your bedroom so what was that sort of transition like going from a bedroom recordings to like bringing it to a whole band and uh going off from that sort of angle um it kind of happened quite organically so it's hard to like yeah to say exactly i mean like yeah i don't know what it felt really right there was just kind of a point where it was like this needs to be a loud band like this yeah i guess i when i play live i'm always it, like I get really into it and the thing about having like a full full band behind you and like a drum kit it just makes it really exciting I think yeah. I just like got to a point where I was like I really want to have a, I want this to be noisier like I need yeah. I want to be able to be louder so it was just really fun it just yeah it did feel really organic and it just kind of made itself happen in a way yeah so somehow really a natural <laughs> progression you feel from yeah bedroom music Definitely. to noisy garage rock yeah I guess like, I started out and I was playing like a lot of open mic nights mm. and I'd just be kind of screaming really loudly in like a really quiet upstairs room <laughs> of a pub and that was really fun for me and I was like cool this could be funner if I had more <laughs> if more I had even music. more noise yeah exactly awesome I think like I'm maybe someone who's often quite quiet and I want to be yeah. loud sometimes so the band is the way that I do that. Yeah, actually, yeah. building on that point, you've said you're you're quite a quiet person, and um, definitely that comes across in your lyrics. This is quite sort of almost introverted, and uh, the way you uh, repeat your lyrics and your songs, it almost sounds like someone trying to reassure themselves. At least that's how I interpret it. <laughs> so I, I think it's quite yeah, interesting. So would you say that's an intentional um, choice of yours to write sort of quiet introverted lyrics and then contrast it with <laughs> really like just noisy guitar to push those ideas out um i don't think it's that conscious i mean like i think i i write like that when i need to write like that and yeah. it just comes out and then sometimes it just comes out really different and i write it really quiet so yeah. like on the record there are a few that are that are chilled out and quiet and then yeah i think maybe it's just like what needs to come out comes out in a loud song is like a way to get that out when yeah. I don't have anywhere else to get it out. You've talked about your new record um, and your previous uh, single release, Lilac, which came out in December, 
it had a bunch of cool um, strings and a, a lot more varied instrumentation. Yeah. Can we expect to see more of that in your uh, in your new album? Yeah, so one of our good friends, Maria, who plays in a band called Son of Legs, yeah. a Brighton DIY band, she came and just did a bunch of violins on a bunch of the songs and just like took them to another level. And I just love, I love what she did so much. Like, I, I'm really proud of it. But yeah, I think we, we definitely tried with this album. We were like, oh, we have the opportunity to actually make the sound like all the things that we can imagine it sounding like. And yeah. yeah. No, that's really cool. That's really um, yeah. I, I know your band is really known for their live, energetic, you know, noisy shows. So yeah. when you were recording the album, was your goal to replicate that sort of live, intense show-like experience? Or did you want to go in a completely different direction and use all the opportunities that a studio had? I mean, I guess it's quite interesting because it was... Um it was like we definitely always wanted to capture that live energy that we have but we also really kind of went into it being like ooh we all listen to a lot of pop music right now (laughs) what can we do that but I think we kind of um, I mean like we are uh, like I guess under Benzie we are just like a rock band right so we ended up doing that but we wanted to get that energy and I think we kind of tried to combine being able to kind of use a studio with also just wanting to like do what we do really well which is playing shows and like try and get that feeling that we get yeah from playing live and put that into a studio recording that just like sounds very obviously like a studio recording yeah. and that was really fun for us being able to do that like i think we all really got a taste for it and are really excited to do it again yeah that's awesome um you just said that you liked uh building uh, using all the studio opportunities, and you can definitely hear that in the production on your um, yeah. on your uh, two songs, uh, especially Lilac, which has really lush, um, awesome production with the uh, uh, the strings and the tape effects and all that stuff. Um, do you now yeah. consider the live show like a a separate, almost beast? You're you're going. Uh, this is like my studio recordings, and this is like <laughs> our live show, and we're gonna do, you know, keep them separate. I mean, or, I've I've always seen them as very separate things. Yeah. Like for me, the like recording process is has just always been a very different space to the like the live and the full band sound. But I think actually, in a way, it was like a way to bring them closer together yeah. because it was. It's like I don't know. We've never really been able to actually capture all the feelings and mm-hmm. sounds that we wanted to and put them into recording and we actually, I feel like we really did manage that this time and I'm really excited about how that sounds I feel like it like now when we play it live I'm like yeah. I know how this can sound on yeah. the record and it sounds really good so that's lucky I guess no that's really cool <laughs> um I want to talk about your new music video for Sweet um which is yeah. real cool and real intense and a uh very um hectic shall we say uh it really so, reminds yeah. me of um Nirvana's sort of early music videos and you've got all the candles around <laughs> and the the um nice. the the yeah. dark sort of uh ambience of the video was that an intentional design choice or what to specifically be like Nirvana yeah or or, or to evoke that <laughs> I mean, that it was very grunge to do that like I think we really wanted to lean into the like really like that specific feeling of like grungy mm. band you know like 
I think like I shaved my head at the beginning of the yeah, day. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe that's too like, like intense, fake, edgy. But then I was like, no, I want us to be like really <laughs> fake, edgy. I want us to like lean into that idea and yeah. that whole feeling and like just really, yeah, go go to town with it. And I feel like mm. that really comes across in the end, and you can really like you can see it. Like, yeah, I feel like it. It just gives it such a intense vibe which yeah. we definitely were going for I think once we decided to go for it we were like yeah go mm-hmm. for it I went like to charity shops and bought about a hundred cuddly toys and then <laughs> got everyone to like chuck them at my head really hard yeah. <laughs> while she was doing it which was really fun so yeah, had a good time no that's awesome and it really comes across in the video you're getting that full uh, nice. full grunge edgy uh, vibe <laughs> um, nice. is there a chance of Porridge Radio touring New Zealand anytime soon I want to. I mean, like, I reckon we could make it happen if you have yeah. to do that. So, yeah, let's I think. get everyone to make that happen, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's really beautiful. Oh, it's uh, definitely missing uh, Porridge Radio's grunge vibes right now. Yeah, I can really imagine that. Yeah, um, well, thank you for talking to us, Dana. Um, it's been great hearing from you. Um, no we'll worries. catch you later. Uh, thank on. you. That was Dana Marglin from Porridge Radio. They've just released a new single suite with a great music video on YouTube and their debut album, Every Bad, is set for release on March 13th. Here is their single Sweet. You're listening to the Otago Museum Tuesday Breakfast Show on Radio 1, 91 FM. Here's Sweet by Porridge Radio. My mum says that I look like a nervous wreck Because I bite my nails right down to the flesh Sometimes I'm just a child Writing letters to myself Wishing out loud you were dead And then taking it back That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast You can find more at r1.co.nz Or wherever quality content is found